What's up, guys? Welcome to episode two of the Crusaders podcast. This week, joined by Invisible Diz. Hello. Lancelot Archer. What's up? Technologic. Hello. Our special guest, Chuck. What's up? And I'm Senpai Man. What's up, guys? All good. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. I've got a beer. Beer is good. Beer is life. Beer is life. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, indeed. Happy I, Friday. I just got my. I have my suicide cup, and that's my suicide. Squad I, cup, I have a guys. tiny bit of water left. <laughs> oh, that is not going to last you a whole podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I was just checking the sound on the stream. It all seems to be working fine. Cool. Really? Uh, nice. I've got Kraken and strawberry coke, so I'm happy. Strawberry Kraken. coke, or you mean cherry coke? No, strawberry coke this time. I've actually discovered really that the whole twisted strawberry thing um, is a lot better for Kraken than what Cherry Coke is. Cherry Coke is amazing for it, but twisted strawberry is oh, even better. Okay. I can't really Never think of a response it. to that, but okay. Never heard of it. It's one of their newer the, random the, flavors. So This is the pre-order the, the last, for the bug the last... snacks, isn't it? That's <laughs> 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 it. The, the last, the last yeah, exactly. remix of, uh, of the last remix of Coke that I ever drank was when they added lime to the Diet Coke. Man, mm. That's about it. Yeah. Mm. All right. Diz. Yeah. What's up? Lead us away, dude. What are we doing? Let's go. Uh, well, let's talk to Chuck first to begin with. So, Chuck, oh, tell us about your whole life. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Everything. Well, you know. Where did it all begin? <laughs> Uh, you know, one time. That's <laughs> so my 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 parents had sex back in September 1962. When a mommy and a daddy love each other very much. Uh. They take their money. They go to the GameStop. They put down uh. that pre-order. On the baby. Exactly. 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 No, but uh, just tell us like where do you stream? Like, tell us about the TLG. Tell us what games you like to play. Obviously, we can see from the background that you're a massive game collector. Just tell us about you when it comes to gaming. Well, right now, man, um, as most of you guys know, uh, you guys can find me on Twitch as ChuckZTaylors1. And I stream mm -hmm. just about everything uh, from retro to modern. Um, I collect video games. Uh, I think right now we're close to 1,050 video games wow. and like 29 Damn, systems. Dude. So, yeah, we're... Uh, we we have a little bit of a problem, but it's a good problem. Just a small a one. See, I, don't, I don't see it as a problem. I see you as archiving a history of entertainment that some people will never know. Mm. Yep, and that's that's yeah, what we're exactly. hoping for. And, and saying I'm all about that physical media, all about <laughs> saying physical. that. Do do they have gamers anonymous over there? <laughs> uh, you know what? If, if we were to make that a thing, we'd probably make a whole bunch of money. <laughs> but they, they have special places for people like us. Uh, but um, it's called the internet. Yeah, that's it, man. I just I stream just about everything, man. Enjoy uh, hanging out with the community. TLG is uh, I'm, we're I'm one of the founders of TLG, and we have yep. um, we have a, a nice team on our Discord. You know, I, I obviously in part with you guys as well. Mm -hmm. And we we're just all about growth, man. Showing showing love and and spreading the love all over Twitch, because it's it's hard out there for people who uh, first get into streaming. They don't really exactly know where to go and where where to seek. You know the communities at, but mm -hmm. we're all about uh, 
growing and, and sharing the love, man. Yeah. Helping I, people I hit think their goals. We didn't cover it. Like, but we, did we actually say what TL, TLG stood for? For those who may not have heard oh, it early on. No, not yeah. yet. True Legion Gamers. There we go. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, and you've actually got, got merch out now as well. Yeah, oh, wow. He's actually <laughs> wearing it. <laughs> wow. He's yeah. prepared. We got merch, man. Got to get it while you can. Well, I'm wearing my Diz merch, but uh, it's, it, the, the, the name's on the back. <laughs> well, the, logo, the, the logo is invisible, so, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's invisible. <laughs> but yeah, that's it, man. We're just uh, I've been streaming for about two years, and it's been it's been awesome. Yeah, fun. Good. Yeah, get to meet a bunch of cool people along the way, man. Yeah, very true. Now, I remember you saying that this was a, a while ago when we were talking that you were on a mission to own possibly every single Nintendo Switch game that has a physical copy. With with the slight kicks of uh, no sports, um, <laughs> I'm oh, trying okay. to. I'm not no, going for a complete collection. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I, I'm not going for a complete collection. I think right now Switch, I'm at two forty around there. Wow, two hundred forty uh, Switch games. Two hundred forty Switch games. Not counting Alone. sports. No sports games. Damn. No dude. sports games. No fillers. No uh, one two Switch. None of that stuff. All that stuff is like. Not allowed in my collection. Wow. <laughs> we have uh, 225 more than me. I think I have is that all, Switch games. Is that all purely physical copies as well? Yeah, all that red stuff right there, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've yeah. seen the background. It's, I've seen the background. I'm just making sure bad, that it is yeah. all physical. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. That's all physical. I don't own... I think I own a couple of uh, digital video games, um, but I buy them for the fact that I don't want to open my physicals. Oh, no, so, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Like exactly. Hotline Miami, I bought it physical and then I got a digital version to play it because I didn't right. want to open the physical. Mm. But now, yeah, that's the only way I get digitals. <laughs> no, as to not open. As we mentioned on uh, the last episode, like um, with the PS5 having its own digital edition stuff, um, we're at least assuming that Sony or their developers will more than likely release physical copies uh, of collector's editions, but with download codes. Have you done anything similar to that with Switch? Like, say, for example, with the whole Fortnite blowout where they release physical cases with uh, the looks and everything of, a, of an actual physical game, but just a download code in there. Do you include anything of that within, in your collection? No. I no. I despise that. I think that's, like, the biggest slap in the face <laughs> to a collector. Like, in my opinion, that's a slap in the face. Like, if you're going to sell me a case and all that crap, like, give me a cart, too. Like, don't, hmm. don't. Don't just give yeah. me a code. Mm -hmm. I think the only case that I'm interested in finding is the Legend of Zelda expansion case that they did for GameStop. That's the only case that I would want, only because I like Zelda that much. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't buy a digital code in a box. That's To me, it's a waste. That's it, fair enough. That's... To be fair, it is. Yeah. I mean, considering that obviously you've got like um, the... As mentioned, Fortnite and stuff, they release packs and bundles of stuff, of items that all come with a, with a download code, but then have a physical case as well. In my opinion, mm -hmm. as good as that is, because obviously some stores might be able to discount the price and stuff like that, but at the same time, it is also increasing um, actual physical plastic waste and stuff. Like To me, you could just literally yeah. print out a digital code on a piece of paper that, once used, can be recycled. You release it in a case, that's plastic, that cannot be recycled. That to me is the the biggest waste 
of production manufacturing money that anyone can actually do because it is literally useless mm -hmm. yeah. so i really don't blame you on no digital codes i really don't and I want to say, I think the only game, and I'm looking at it now, the only game that I have that I bought a uh, case for that had a digital code was Cuphead, when Cuphead was going to get announced. Mm. Uh, they oh, did a okay. small print of um, a case with a code in it and a cover art and all that stuff. I think I paid, I think it was like $16 at a Best Buy. But once mm. I bought it, about a week later, I never saw it again. And I think on eBay they're going for like about a hundred bucks right now. Ooh, I'm sure the code is probably yeah. expired already. Mm. But it's the thought of that's a game that I feel like will never get a physical release. Yeah, I don't think so either. Mm. And I I like that game a lot. So that one I kind of just you know I did it for that. But other than that, you won't. Was it Limited Run that did did that? No. No, I think it was the developers themselves that did it. <clears throat> Yeah, oh, really? they, yeah, yeah. They okay. they release a very small amount. I think they released maybe a couple hundred, and that was it. Right. So, but that very now that I think about it, that's the only code I'd buy in a box, man. That was it. Mm -hmm. So you've already broken your own rule. I mean, you've been here what ten minutes? Well, y'all y'all said for Switch, so we're we're okay. I mean, for Switch we didn't do it. Wow. But yeah, that that one that one I was a while ago. Okay. No. But and yeah, Cuphead it's... is still a game that I, to this day, vow to never play because I will get angry and I will break my Switch. Really? I, I have that for the N, uh, <laughs> for, not for the N64. What the fuck? For the uh, for the Xbox One, and I still haven't beat the first boss. I rage quit. <laughs> really? Alex and I played it together. We duoed. I rage quit and and uninstalled yeah. it and <laughs> and haven't touched it since. Wow. It just seems like a game that I would be terrible what? at. But what about what really okay. annoyed me is. Last last year, I was watching um, Games Done Quick, mm. and there was a guy on there who literally speedrun the entire game in about an hour, hour and a half. Like, bitch, I can't even get past the first level. How are you doing the entire game in an hour and a half? <laughs> it makes you wonder if you're that good at video games or if he was just cheating. You're like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. or, or he put an unnatural amount of time into that game and is, has the yeah. patience of a saint. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget, Crazy quite person. a few, quite a few of those games done quick. Like not all of them, not all. Of, some of them are genuine skill, but a few of them they do take advantage of glitches. Oh, of course. And, oh yeah, 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 of course. You there know are... the, the odd space where you could phase through a wall or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I saw one run of I think it was the latest version of Prey on there, where they literally mm. managed to uh, phase through walls and literally go from the very first part of the game to the last part of the game within 10 minutes or seven minutes, yeah. something like that. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. what is the point Yeah, of that? It's just not enjoying yeah. the game. It's exactly. Not, so, like, <laughs> I mean, like, speaking, of, speaking of that, I watched a video of somebody speedrunning Sekiro in under 35 minutes. Mm. And that's not even physically possible unless you actually break <laughs> the game. And I, as I was watching this video, the dude literally broke the game. Yeah. He was like phasing <laughs> through walls, swimming through the sky, reloading a checkpoint, doing the same thing again to get to the final boss. I'm like, what? What's the point? And he had a, like he had an actual checklist on the side of his screen. It was like, yeah. by 21 minutes we get to this, by 35 minutes we hit here, by this. It was like, I was like, what's the point? If you're gonna glitch your way to the end, why do it? And I bet when he was done at the end of the game, he had a 
proud, smug look on his oh, face. He like, oh, he probably did. Yeah, he probably did it. But the thing is, though, Sekiro like, is one of those. Yeah, Sekiro is one of those games that is designed to naturally test you as a gamer, and yet the dude did it in thirty-five minutes. I'm like, the first fight takes thirty-five minutes if you're good. Yeah. <laughs> so two, three hours for me then. Oh, dude, you're probably there till next month. <laughs> I bought that game collector's edition. I drove four hours to go pick that crap up. Oh and yeah, I brought I remember- it home and played it. I wanted to throw it. Oh my god! So, I remember. I think I saw you post a picture of it, and I was like, "That's a really nice looking edition." And then, yeah, I'm pretty sure most people rage on that game, but it's one of those games that if you complete it, it's a sense of achievement. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I've seen some people spend ages. Like New Game Plus on that is even more insane than just doing it on normal. Man, let me say, yeah. I'm a Dark Souls three veteran. I've New Plus, uh, New Game Plus, uh, Dark Souls three seven times already really and damn I, dude and i wow. hate and i hate Sekiro. I hate wow it. <laughs> so so it's yeah, just that it's, much it's, harder than it's, it's, it's just annoying yeah it's just well, it's, isn't it different battle mechanics as well i don't know yes and you lose your stamina a lot faster man right. it's like two swings right, okay. and your stamina's gone there's no weapon upgrades you can't change your weapon so it's like you're just stuck with what you got. Yeah, and, and they they skills. do yeah they do pretty much emphasize you have to parry, you have to learn to parry a lot. They don't expect you to beat the bosses or the whoever you're facing off in one go. They expect you to fight him multiple times to learn the to when to parry. Like it, that in Sekiro, mm-hmm. it's pretty much a parry system. It's all it is. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Love the art style. Don't don't like. Oh the yeah, I, I totally it agree. Look it looks it, it, it looks phenomenal. Yeah, it's a visually stunning game. Mm. Undoubtedly one mm-hmm. of the best I've seen from last year. But hard AF, and I was lucky enough to have someone mm-hmm. gift it to me, and he still waiting for me to play it on stream. <laughs> and I'm like, one day, sir. One, one day. day. Does the name of that person happen to begin with a P, by any chance? N- no. No. Or an S? No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Fair enough. I was I was expecting Feedum to have gifted that. No, no. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't I don't know where you were. Oh, going. I was fully <laughs> expecting like Feedum to have gifted that to Lance and expected him to play on stream. I was like, you were ask me, I thought you were going to ask, ask me to spell out penis for them. But I was like, no, it wasn't a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so where are we going with this? <laughs> Did a penis buy you that game? <laughs> I was like, no, no penis bought me this game. <laughs> Man, that game is terrible. It's a great game, but. Not for me. I like watching other people play it. I you just like to see them Absolutely. suffer like you did. Like, suffer, damn it! Yeah. You you throw no, that controller you down. Watch, you watch them play, and it's like it's like a breeze, and you're yeah. kind of like, well, what the hell am I doing wrong? <laughs> like, why am I not that good at that? I I find it. I watched a streamer by the name of Anthony play it, and he was he he's done several runs on it, but he did the first mm. run with keyboard and mouse, and then he did a second Ooh. run with controller. So I watched it when he went to do a controller run, and I was like, oh, let me see how this goes. I came back eight hours later. I was like, what happened to the controller? Nah, bro. I went to keyboard and mouse. Enough with the controller. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay then. So the controller run of Sekiro just lasted all of five hours. <laughs> and he was like, went back to keyboard and mouse. I was like, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm controller boy for life, man. I'll, I, I'll I convert you. Don't worry. I controller over mouse and keyboard. <laughs> you, have, you should have seen, you should have seen how hard it was for me to get Diz to do Minecraft dungeons with a, contro- with a keyboard and mouse. I didn't want it, man. <laughs> It's so easy, so easy. I mean, I'll admit though. I got so upset when my controller stopped working. (laughs) I I admit though, 
they could have done the controls of the Minecraft dungeons a little bit differently because it's literally based on the mouse point click and it moves. And if you go to an enemy and click it, it does the attack, obviously by holding your left mouse button. But because I'm so used to pressing WASD, I would press it and nothing happened. And I'm like, oh my God, I need to press one, two, three to activate my abilities. So I'm sitting oh, there like, and then I didn't, and then I haven't just like forced myself to learn the one, two, three, move the mouse click. I walked into Modern Warfare and did the exact same thing. And I was like, this doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, WASD, Lance. Remember WASD. That's the worst, man. Getting getting so like accustomed to playing something, and then when you go to switch to the next game, you're like, you're hitting buttons, and you're like, why isn't it doing yeah. what I want it to do? It's, it's, yeah. It happens all the time to me, man. And you're just like, god damn, stupid fingers. Remember? <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm. It's I, I must admit, I am. I'm struggling at the moment playing Animal Crossing. Um, it's How the do first you struggle time I've, in I've, that? No, I'm struggling. <laughs> let me finish. Right? Keyboard and mouse no, controller. <laughs> I'm struggling because Animal Crossing is the first game that I've played on my Switch for a long time, and I the backwards buttons, man. <laughs> B is action. A is don't do anything. What is it? My thumbs don't know what they're doing. Let me let me just tell you that. that you don't have to do anything in that game. The <laughs> amount of times that I've shook the trees and a wasp nest has fallen out and I've just put my net away instead of swiping it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Wait, 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 wait. How? Because the only button that to put your tool away is the down button on your arrow keys. How the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> Are you not swiping at those things? <laughs> he's probably pressing down to run away, and he's like, "God damn it! <laughs> I've got joysticks for this." <laughs> keyboard the mouse, keyboard the mouse. <laughs> There's a wash. I, I haven't played Animal Crossing, man, in about a good like two months. My island's probably dead. Yeah. I gotta tell you, your villagers are gonna want to leave, man. Mm -hmm. They probably <laughs> already left. You're gonna have a shit on the weed. I'm like, it's alright. It's alright. Or they're gonna go back to an That's empty island. Yeah. But you'll notice Chuck will probably have really great turnip prices. Don't fucking get me started on turnip prices. <laughs> Do not get me started oh, on turnip shit, prices. Yeah. Tell us what happened the other day, buddy. Oh, you fucking started it, didn't you? Fuck's You've sake. Gone so red, dude. Okay, explain. <laughs> okay. So I woke up the other morning i think it was like thursday or wednesday morning something like that and i checked animal crossing i had no i think it was about half 11 i had prices of 460 bells per turnip so i was thinking Damn. oh fuck this is a high price let me get this on turnip exchange so for me to get the maximum amount of time on turnip exchange i set it back to seven i set my time back to 745 now i don't normally do time travel however i wanted to make some fucking money from this so i set it back to 7:45. spent 15 minutes getting all fences and everything else set up so that people could only go to the shop to sell their turnips i set up the last i set up the last fence i go into the shop i double check the turnip prices 96 bells <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> what the hell happened there <laughs> it turns out it, it, it's because you broke your moral compass, you prick. <laughs> it turns out, wow. it turns out, as soon as oh you my. go back to before the shop opens, which is exactly the same, like, if you would reach the afternoon price and go back to the morning to get the same afternoon price, 
it doesn't fucking work. It goes back to whatever the next price should be. You I idiot. was <laughs> pissed. I literally reset You should have gone back to a minute after it opened. Yeah, I didn't know this, did I? So <laughs> I spent a good fucking hour constantly resetting back to 759, 759, 759, 759, just to try and get another decent price. It didn't fucking happen. The highest I got was 194. I didn't fucking know. 801 is your friend, man. Yeah. 801. I didn't oh fucking God. know that, did I? I reset so many times and got so pissed off with it. I. Oh, my yeah. God. You went from nearly 500... <laughs> bell per turnip down to 98 yeah <laughs> so you uh, broke your moral code and you fucked yourself over yeah i, I suffered for it i suffered for it really badly man just think of all that Cheaters money could have been spent win. on a playstation 5 i'm not a cheater okay look look if you call me a cheater just for setting myself back a couple of hours you look at every other fucker that has skipped day after day of after course. day after day just to fucking rush through the entire thing <laughs> You can suck my dick, all right. <laughs> well, if it makes you if it makes you happy, I bought twenty turnips. I forgot I had them, and when I finally went to go look at them, they were rotted all over. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess which is actually it how you get one of the creatures for the it museum. No, two. You two. use rotted turnips, two, actually. But I left what it is? in the house, not outside. Yeah. So oh, if you leave it outside, you get ants, and, and that's for and the museum. Boys. See, I don't yeah, think I it is flies. No, you do. I think it's just trash. I mean, I'm in the southern hemisphere. I'm getting flies at the moment and ants. Man, you just filthy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again with the moral compass, man. You're playing in the southern hemisphere. <laughs> I believe you're a northern hemisphere kind look, of guy. Look, my main <laughs> switch is northern hemisphere. My switch light is southern hemisphere. Okay. I, I get also, both. Moral compass. What have you done to your original switch? You can suck my northern <laughs> hemisphere dick, okay? <laughs> That's all oh, I'm saying, God. man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Animal Crossing. I mean, that's the game that's pretty much consumed my life in lockdown. Mm-hmm. As we heard and, last week. Um, and I've had some some bad news this week. Which was, even though I've treated him like a Greek god, Sly the Camo Alligator, he asked to leave my island. Did you tell him to fuck (laughs) off he's staying as a prisoner? I told him he's staying, right? And he was like, cool, I didn't realise you felt that way about me. And I think he now thinks we're boyfriends, I'm not sure. (laughs) Um, But this is the thing, when you get someone that wants to leave your island, and if you tell them no, or if you tell them yes that automatically resets the clock for that process to happen again. Mm-hmm. So I told him he's staying on my island. So right. therefore, no one can want to leave my island for at least 15 days, real time. So I okay. log back into the game next day. There's a thought bubble above Sly the Alligator's head. Oh, God. Oh, no. He wants to leave again. <laughs> wow, you did. Two days in a row, when it's meant to have a 15-day process of nothing so obviously i told the bitch no and i locked him in his house (laughs) (laughs) and i've literally just surrounded fences around his house oh my god and uh i've not seen him since so there we go sly the the crocodile is in lockdown (laughs) i've locked him in he's definitely in quarantine so yeah so talking about games that make me go crazy during lockdown chuck what have you been playing to keep you entertained 
during this uh, crazy time? Um, well, for Let's me, just shoot Larry. I've, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing, I've been doing a little bit of, uh, arcade games, man. I've been sticking to, to retro and, and doing the, I got a Neo Geo arcade stick pro and nice. that, that has been like my new toy. So awesome. Has that got games, um, in the fight stick then so you just plug the fight stick in and then it's like a mini console so it's yeah it's kind of like a mini console it has 20 games installed uh but with a couple of you know files here and there uh we have like about 200 on there now so oh wow i yeah i was playing like cadillacs and dinosaurs yesterday on there so it was oh my god cadillac (laughs) and dinosaurs wow yes holy crap it's good. We've been playing a lot of that. Um, playing a lot of COD, man. I, I'm not a. I don't like being a little fanboy about COD, but I've been playing Plunder, and it's been been enjoyable, man. Been getting some good laughs. I don't want to turn into a a COD only stream. No, that's fine. You can talk about it. It's, it's all something. Good. <laughs> no, but no, me me in general, because I know that happened to me with Fortnite when I when I got on the Fortnite craze. I was stuck <laughs> on there for a couple months, and it was terrible. But, I uh, think that happened to a lot. Yeah, of we 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 right? have it, someone it, else it, in the call yeah, that happened that 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 happened too. So, yeah, but COD has been fun, man. I've been playing with the with the team, and and we've been playing Plunder, hanging out. But that's about it, man. Just we did. I think the Last of Us one. We're getting ready for the Last of Us two uh, Friday. Yeah, we'll be doing an unboxing of that. I bought the collector's edition. So, but yeah, just picking up games and playing what i already have and not playing the new stuff i've been buying so <laughs> it's as, like as oh it's this always is so the way yeah yeah it's as like, always the that's way it, yeah. man. but yeah a lot of cod a lot of retro games a lot of arcade stuff that's what i've been beating stuff i haven't beaten in in a lifetime basically stuff yeah. i didn't have enough nice. quarters to play back in the day very nice so uh senpai any, any new games you've been playing during lockdown um, not since last week, no. I'm I'm still on the uh, 12 to 13 hours of Animal Crossing a day. Not really doing much at the moment. I got my campsite today, which was nice. 12 hours a day? Jesus. Yeah, I, 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 I spend a lot of my Nook miles going around to different islands and getting resources. And, and planting my trees and stuff like that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I mean, you've got to plant those trees, man. Like, I mean, I've got to make money to pay off hours. my stuff to get the next stuff. I mean... I had an extra room added on that cost like half a million bells. It took me three days to earn that. That Tom Nook is a right freak. <laughs> that Tom you. Nook, man. That guy's a thief. <laughs> that guy is a proper wanker. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't have Animal Crossing, but the funny thing was, when it released, I was on Twitter, and for some reason, Tom Nook was trending, and I had no idea what the heck that was about. And I was like, who's Tom Nook, and why is everyone raging at Tom Nook? Until I looked at a tweet that someone from my follow, I was like, oh... This is that dude in Animal Crossing that everyone's going mad over. And then the I fucking out what it was about. Yeah, and I was like, oh, people are mad at him. It's okay. It's weird that you guys got angry. At, well, I'm assuming it's a raccoon, but it was just funny that he, he was trending. Is a tanuki, <laughs> yeah. I believe. That's a raccoon, you idiot. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Tanuki is different to a raccoon. Check out your Japanese law, you douche. What's, what is tanuki then translated into then? I don't fucking know. It's raccoon. Pretty much translated as raccoon. <laughs> yeah, but on that, that is a logical ding dong. Schooled. Exactly. Um, 
I mean, they are featured in mythological stories, but that's for another podcast about Japanese myths. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not what we talk about here, my friend. <laughs> we're talking about Tom Nook himself and how we're going to kill him. He's <laughs> robbing us. Get the money back as well. <laughs> because I've tried shanking that motherfucker with an axe, and unfortunately you can't get close enough. <laughs> so right. behind that desk. <laughs> yeah. He, he's running that fucking Witcher, Witcher Shields, man, I'm telling you, because as soon as you swing it in with an axe, it just bounces off. <laughs> <laughs> but Tech, let's come to you next. Uh, you been playing anything different for lockdown? Um, Not so much. I mean, I've been replaying uh, Pokemon Shield over the last few days, which I've literally just got finished uh, last night. I've actually managed to beat um, Hop for the final story time, uh, which I never actually managed, managed on stream, but I've, I've finally finished that. Working through in my Pokedex now. Um, nice. I've been playing through Assassin's Creed Odyssey over the last few days as well, uh, which I am enjoying. Um, however, I was going to bring that up during the whole controller slash keyboard and mouse controversy that we had. Um, mm -hmm. I cannot play it on keyboard and mouse at all. I, I don't know. I don't know where the do where the dodge or the parry button is, so I just play it on controller. <laughs> um, Spacebar. <laughs> One of us. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, dude, I, I've at least upgraded past that. I'm on an Xbox One controller at least, so. <laughs> Ooh, Mr. Moneybag. Exactly. When, when, when lockdown first started, I got um, Assassin's Creed 2 from Ubisoft. And I tried playing it on keyboard and mouse, and I couldn't do it. So it I plugged my controller in. But, no, no, no. It, but when you plug your controller in, you can still play the game and everything like that, but your on screen prompts are still for the keyboard. Oh, okay. <laughs> switch over. Okay. Even after restarting the game. Oh, so it's like, oh, wow. use the push button. It's like, hang on, I can't remember what the push button is. Is it this one? And you accidentally <laughs> stab someone. And you desync. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, I, I wow. have been enjoying Odyssey. I don't Odyssey. get on with controllers. <laughs> I have been enjoying Odyssey. Um, it's the first time I've ever actually played it because I, I, I never got all that far into Origins. Um, I borrowed it mm. off my cousin on the PlayStation for a while. I could never really get all that into it. But Odyssey, I am enjoying it. It's really, really pretty. Um, and then I also got Need for Speed Heat a couple of days back because nice. uh, that That's was on sale for like twenty pounds, something like that on Steam. And I'm actually happy I bought that because they announced full crossplay for that a couple of days back, which is coming out. So across Xbox, PlayStation, PC, Steam, EA, all that kind of thing. And I'm really happy that I've actually got that now because that is a fun game to play. I enjoyed yeah, my yeah. new this week. Yeah, game. I, I definitely enjoyed that game. I was lucky enough to get it for free when I had Origin Premier. Um, so it was like that and Star Wars Fallen Order back to back on the months. And I got to play them both. And Need for Speed Heat was a lot of fun. Really was a lot of fun. The races were quite cool. A lot of people were like, do you want? Do you play online? I was like, no, because you guys would trash me with your custom cars. I'm just using the stock ones that I modify in game. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you should come online. I'm like level 300. I'm like, I'm at seven. What am I going to do at level 7? <laughs> <laughs> I wish a race for slips. This isn't Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> this car ain't that fast. It's, it's not that fast. It's a Honda Civic. That's it. See, with me, because I've got the Deluxe Edition, I actually have the option of running like a, one, a, a, a 150 rated car in 120 rated races. And I'm yep. just thrashing everything. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but I just know that a time is going to come where, yeah, I'm going to need a fucking change car. Um, oh, dude, by that I'm point, you, that. you would have earned enough money that you could buy up to the next level mm. of cars. And then with the minute you buy those cars, or you can even, I think is that you can actually race and win a car from someone. And then you take that car and you spend the next 
20 races thrashing everything. Yeah. Like, you um, get, like, they give you the BMW and I think a Mercedes. Is that the cars you get? You get I'm bit, running a cars, Lancer at the moment. Mitsubishi Lancer. Right. Yeah, there's Mitsubishi Lancer. There's a, you get a BMW and I think there's a Mercedes later on you get. And they will last you pretty much to nearly two-thirds of the way through the game. You can actually mm -hmm. kit them up to last you that long. But then if you find cars as you level up through it that take your fancy, you can buy them, which I did. There was, like, certain cars I thought, I'm going to get this one because this looks good. I'm going to get this one because this looks good. And then you can mod them as you go along. Mm. There are some races which don't make any sense because when they tell you to put these mods on a car, you still lose. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this car is designed to go off road. How is the four by four beating me? <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I'm done. I won. I beat the main campaign. I'm out. And no, I don't do online racing because I'm not going to race against custom cars. Mm. See, I do a lot of online racing when it comes to GTA 5, but that's probably about but it. But you, sir, are undefeated yeah. as a first-place loser and the king of the DNFs. Yeah. I yeah. always come second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your number one clip on your channel is you getting cucked at first place. Dude, I was like this far away from <laughs> Some motherfucker just goes... <laughs> it was so funny. You were so excited to think you were going to win. And this, you, know, you were like, no, 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 damn it. <laughs> uh, if you had a face cam back then, that would have been hilarious to have seen your reaction. It happens to the best of us. Bro. It does. It does. But it's it's even funny when worst, it happens to Diz. Yeah. <laughs> but still, so Lance, what have you been playing during lockdown? Uh, mine, mine's been a variation of games i've gone through a few uh right now it's season four of modern warfare destiny 2's new season which is in prep of the september stuff that they announced earlier this week which to be fair i'm looking forward to but i'm not like hyping myself up to, to be like oh this is going to be the best thing destiny's done in years i'm kind of tempering my expectations for it i'm just doing the season grind it out i'm pretty sure before yeah. september even hits i'm going to be done with the game by the end of july of what i need to do unless there's a story or some sort of content I need to get that's going to progress in September. Um, I'm more, I'm more anchoring towards Modern Warfare at the moment because I've just been enjoying that more. <laughs> I've been enjoying the Warzone and playing multiplayer. So I like in multiplayer, I've set myself tasks to go and get certain skin for guns. Like right now, I'm working on the Obsidian skin for certain guns, and I need to get an average of 15 kills a game, 200 times. But if I, if you do say say like you go in a tear and you get like 60 kills in one game. That's four games tallied towards the 200. So it, it sort of like counts towards it in that aspect. So I've been doing mm -hmm. that. Um, got a win on Warzone today while streaming with uh, Viking and Phenom. So it was quite fun to get a, a win in Season 4. Um, nice. And then I was playing Minecraft Dungeons, which I thoroughly enjoy. And there's DLC for that out next month. I think the first one's out next month. Nice. Mm -hmm. Been enjoying that a lot. I had this really fantastic build where I can melt and burn everything that comes towards me. And it's hilarious. Um, I play. I could do that as well, but it's just my natural scent. It just... <laughs> <laughs> it's that like natural musk, yeah? It's lockdown, man. I don't need to shower. I'm not going anywhere. Hasn't showered in weeks. <laughs> oh, God. So that's why you wanted to bring up Duck Butt again today. Oh, I'm packing. <laughs> oh, fuck. Chuck will <laughs> tell you about Duck Butter we later. Need you fucking or. We reference you back to episode one. <laughs> <laughs> episode zero. <laughs> episode zero, big part, episode zero. But yeah, um, yeah, other than that, I, what else did I play? I played Jurassic World Evolution, had fun on that. Um, what else have I 
dabbled on. We've been playing Doom Divinity. Myself and Tex have been in Divinity Original Sin 2 mm. every Monday for like the last year and year a and bit a half. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. But what the final thing is, Monday gone, we are literally at the final boss now. Well, we think Ooh. is the final boss. Don't take this from me. Okay. We're at the final boss. <laughs> yeah, the final boss, man. If we You're have another boss. fight after this, I might not make it. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I cut myself and not going back to get a skill last time. So I'm hoping we're at the final boss. But either way, we are, we're at a part where it's a big fight that's about to happen. And someone in my chat said we are pretty much at the final boss. So I was like, okay, thank God. Um, but that's been majority of the stuff I've been playing. I haven't jumped back into a few other games just because nothing's really happened like division two was a game that i thoroughly enjoyed i still enjoy it it's just that right now there's nothing that's making me want to come back to it um the title update 10 is due in a couple of weeks because after that i think a month after the title update 10 drops in with all the changes to the guns and drop rates and stuff like that and changes to yeah. the npcs the second raid is coming is going live in july i I'm i will probably so watch pissed it off with that game Oh, yeah, yeah. Senpai had a lot of te technical difficulties with that game. Like literally, he could play the beta no problem. The minute the full game came out, it worked, and then decided to like do this. It just nosedived right, him to the point right, where he just right. wouldn't let him play anymore. Um, I can't even yeah. play it off stream. Can you not? Like no, just at all? Even on super low quality, super low settings, everything like that won't run. It's potato. He double clicks the icon, and it just comes up with no. <laughs> <laughs> what error? Computer <laughs> says no. Not a error. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like the the raid for Division Two is supposed to be set in July sometime, and I'm gonna I'm looking right. forward to watching it. But I still, if I if I could ever get a team together, I would like to run a Division Two raid. Just haven't had a team to get together to do it. That's mm. the only thing. But it's one of those that Mate, I would love to try. All you gotta do is ask. I got your back. Really? I don't have the game, but get it. Let's I, go. Let's let's do you, this. You, you <laughs> can't use control on this one though. WAS. I literally shoot potatoes in whatever <laughs> game I play. Yeah. But yeah. I got your back, man. Yeah, well, it's cool. Just back. just need you and six others. I haven't played Division Two in a long time. Yeah. I, I maxed out my character mm -hmm. and got all like the exotics I can get and put it down. I haven't yeah. touched it since. Yeah. Did you not do the Warlords DLC? Ah. The Warlords of New York. I think I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did that one too. I f once I finished everything with one of my buddies, like me and him were running it uh, mm. together. Once we finished everything that we could, we just kind of like put it, it down. That's the problem. Like Division 1 kind of did the same thing, but then they came back with like this big expansion and it kind of brought a load of people back and people were kind of like happy that they, they revitalized the community a little bit. Division 2 has kind of done the same thing. At this point, mm. I don't know if the, the, the announcement of the raid is going to make people come back. Because of what they were supposed to have done is like the first year of Division 2's release was meant to be like, here's four episodes of content. And I think we got two. And then yeah. they were like, here's Warlord's DLC. I'm like, where's episodes three and four? It, it, it was one of the things where it's kind of been, they, they had this great E3 presence maybe two years ago. And then it kind of, whatever they had planned just fumbled and fell to the wayside. And now it's, it's in a weird spot again. I've, I've, I'm pretty sure in the future yeah. at some point they will do something that revitalizes and everyone jumps back into the game and it will have a huge community and people will go nuts over it. But yeah. right now, I think just because of the lockdown and the way games are going at the moment, it's just everyone's trying to find something to play. People are just going back to old things. Back catalogs are getting completed. Stuff like that. Um, I mean, my big thing that I'm looking forward to... I mean, I'm playing Final Fantasy VII anyway, the remake, and I've been playing that sort of like every weekend. But then after that, there's nothing outside of Cyberpunk and obviously Destiny 2's DLC that I 
got really planned for. Like, there's nothing mm -hmm. else. Like, Cyberpunk was my big thing for September. Then Destiny dropped their thing down. I was like, thanks, in September. Busy mm. month for me now. And, um, yeah, that was it. But, yeah, that's pretty much what, in response to the question of what I've been playing. Lockdown, that's been what I've been doing in the lockdown. Nice. So, yeah, I've kept myself busy. But in looking into the future, I'm like, what else is there really to play and look forward to? Cyberpunk's mm. main, the main big one for me, yeah. really. Yeah. I think that's a little more exciting than most games I've seen on the PS5 release. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That's hey, Don't disappoint tech like that. We've already confirmed <laughs> yeah. 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 Hashtag for the kids. <laughs> right, Chuck, I must admit, I have got a question for you. And this okay. is purely based on like the consoles that I'm seeing in the background and stuff. But obviously, you no, you can't have them. Um... Shut up. <laughs> you are... It's not for sale. <laughs> Obviously, you are a huge collector of absolutely everything. That includes games, accessories, consoles, everything. Uh, and as we can you see... Make you make him sound like a hoarder. You shush. For real? <laughs> There's a thin line, man. There's a thin line, okay? Yeah, yeah. We call it collectors. Yeah. Collectors. Yeah. <laughs> Now, obviously, we can see the Spider-Man PS4 Pro behind you. Um, we can see the Xbox One uh, X, X behind you, I think it is. Uh, yeah. You've got the two Switches mm -hmm. behind you and stuff like that. How big of a actual kind of special edition console collector are you? So, say, for example, like, would you get the Monster Hunter PlayStation, the God of War PlayStation, and all that kind of stuff? Or are you rather more specific into what kind of consoles that you're going to get? And how ridiculous um, is your content insurance? <laughs> <laughs> For me, I like I like console variants, but it's gotta like really be something. Like uh, I've seen, yeah. I do like the Monster Hunter PS4 Pro. Looks really good. Um, that's one I'm hoping to find one day. Uh, but like the Spider-Man one, go I got Japan. it. It looked. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're expensive. I know. But the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man one I liked, and I managed to get it like a week and a half early, so I was really happy for that. I'm and... sorry, a week and a half early. How tight are you with the guy at GameStop, man? Seriously. You know, you know, <laughs> you know. I couldn't open it or nothing like that. I couldn't do nothing with it um, until the release of Friday. But we got we got it a week and a half early. And then uh, my Xbox is a Project Scorpio. Like, I like collector's edition or collector's consoles like that. Mm. Like, the Project Scorpio was a kind of like a one hit. And mm. and that's, that's it. it. One and done. And, yeah. And the Spider-Man one as well. I've seen a couple of consoles where they do it. And then, like, next Black Friday, they re-release it. And I'm just yeah. kind of like, eh, why did I spend $400 then if you're going to re-release it kind of mm. deal? Yeah. I think yeah, yeah. the the highest I go with collecting crazy like that would be like retro consoles. Like I have a great Nintendo sixty four, um, and I have like a I have my Turbo Graphics and a couple of consoles like that. Console variants like that are a little bit more where I go because they're older. They're a little bit more mm -hmm. obscure, a little harder to find. Right, right, and, right, uh, right. Right. Right now, I'm working on getting a Sega Saturn, so that's oh. gonna be my next pickup. Still have that in the house. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Still See, have one of those. I still really, I really want to get the Pikachu N64. I've never. Oh my word! I've never actually yeah. owned. They're around, man. I, I know they're, they're around, around. They are. But I've never owned an N64 because when they released, mm. I was very much a PlayStation kid, and I never went to the N64. Despite how much I loved Pokemon and everything else. 
I was very much a PlayStation kid. So I was PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, Xbox 360, and PlayStation 3 at the same time. But I never owned an N64. I owned a GameCube, just never an N64. Mm. So I've seen the Pikachu version of the N64 a couple of times during my trips over to Japan, and I was honestly really, really tempted to buy one. But I couldn't... I, I could afford it at the time, but I couldn't bring it back. And I really, really want to get a Pikachu one while I'm over here, but the, the prices are just still a little bit too much for me to be able to actually afford one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what the future holds for a collection for me. Next mm. time the gamers market is on in Hoban, I think it's like every something Sunday in March. We'll get you down to the London. The Royal we'll National Theatre. Yeah. 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 I'm sure you'd be able to pick one up there. If you don't mind me asking, what's the price over there for it? I, I can quickly check eBay. At most. My local game, my local retro game store actually has a couple of them. I want that one and I want a gold one, but um, my my retro store man, like uh, they're really, uh, they're really cool with the whole retro scene, and the owner there, um, for example, with my Sega Saturn, he's going to give it to me with a SD card and a Phantom chip, so it's gonna basically have full Sega Saturn library built in it. Damn. You don't have to go out and hunt them down, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm seeing the Pikachu N64s, and they're about somewhere between 130 to 250 pounds. Yeah, I'm seeing it anywhere between like 80 and 200 pounds at the moment, which is probably like, I don't know, $110 to $250, something like that. I might order one from over there, man. Over here, they're going for like 350 to 400. Wow. wow okay now obviously most of these are going for bids and stuff but there are very very few buy it now offers but even mm. still it, it is available at least mm. it all depends on the quality as well the cheaper yeah. it is for a buy it now it's bound to be broken yeah. and... or yep. dirty and yeah. yeah scuff mark somewhere pikachu's missing an ear <laughs> pikachu has, has nail polish paint all over the <laughs> It happens. You send Pikachu to battle long, like X amount of times, he's gonna lose an ear <laughs> at some point. Some, somebody's crayon the black back onto the Pikachu. <laughs> For real. I mean, and it's it's not hard to find uh, variants. I, I got my Grape Nintendo sixty four complete um, with the original controller and everything. I think I paid some kid at GameStop for like twenty five bucks. Wow. He was wow, trying to buy dude. V-Bucks, and I was like, hey, I'll, I'll buy it from V-Bucks? You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> like, stole it from the kid. <laughs> hey, it's 25 bucks. Go buy some V-Bucks. Give me a, hey, give me a 64. He said he wanted $25. I gave him exactly what he wanted. I didn't lowball him. <laughs> but, uh, I was like, cool, man. Wow. Great. Uh, awesome deal, you know? Chuck's walking away with, yeah, cool, Chuck's man. Walking away with a freaking piece of history, and he's like, idiot. V-Bucks. <laughs> I was like, man. Kid my buddy know at GameStop, missing. yeah, my buddy at GameStop, she was mad at me. She was like, "Are you seriously <laughs> gonna do that?" I'm like, "Yeah, I gave him what he wanted." I, didn't, I, didn't <laughs> I mean, if he's asking twenty five bucks for it, me being a bad person would be like, "Hey, man, I'll give you fifteen. That's a bad person." <laughs> I was like, "You know what? I'll give you twenty five bucks." Or you'd be like, "Let yeah. me buy the V bucks for you. You just we just trade." Just get some like five hundred V bucks, huh? V bucks, come on! <laughs> you said you wanted yeah, V bucks. We didn't just discuss how many zeros at the end. Come on! <laughs> Look, that's the perfect thing about kids that they're, they're stupid. Yeah. They're all stupid. <laughs> wow! Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
that's that's hey, no 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 they that's true actually yeah they become an adult and then they have a choice in life to become smart or to stay stupid yeah that's not right like, it's their choice <laughs> it's but see the funny thing is you say that and i still remember that one time i was working in blockbuster and la noir had come out uh as one of the new releases for that for that month and i remember a kid walking in with his dad and his dad walked to me he goes I'd like to get this. He literally put the, the the case down on the counter for me, so I just would like to get this. And he asked, and I was like, "You want this game?" And this, the dad went to the son. What does that say? And he was like, "What?" He goes, "What's the name of the title?" And he was like, "Lenore." <laughs> I was like, what? "I was like, what?" And his dad was like, "Lenore? That's Eleanor. What the hell am I sending you to school for?" <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, I had a smile on my face, and I was about to be like, "Dude, you just got caned by your dad." <laughs> And we got it on camera. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> for um, for oh. our international listeners, Lenore is also a type of fabric softener. <laughs> well, that's yeah. probably around elsewhere yeah. as well. I don't know. But it was just, it was like the best thing I'd ever seen of a dad caning his son, who was kind of like, Dad, can you buy me this game? <laughs> yeah. How do you pronounce it? Lenore. L.A. Noir. You know, and he's like, he's like, oh my God. And that for me was just like, that was the insight of the generation of gamers coming up. And I'm like, this is the future of gamers. Yeah. It, it, it baffles me. Oh, oh it, yeah. It, it baffles me. Don't get me wrong. There are some big streams, big time streamers that make me laugh as they can't pronounce stuff. Like you look at the guys like, like Cloaksy, Tim the Tatman and stuff like that. And they, they try to sound smart and it's amazing at how epically bad they fail. But it's funny because they try to sound smart. That's why they have 30,000 people watching them. Weren't they close to, aren't they closer to our age though? Or at least Tim anyway. Tim, I would Tim have thought is, he was close like, to our age. Tim is 30 and Cloaksy I think is in his 20s. Oh, like mid 20s. So. Yeah. I mean even still. It's just it's just one of the things where you're like I I love it but at the same time I'm I'm slightly worried for the future of gaming. See, the thing that gets me messing up is uh, there's two things. The first one is nice and simple and that's names of people in Twitch chat. My God, the amount of yeah. people that have names where it's like 13 X's with a J <laughs> somewhere in the middle. I've, I've gotten to the point where I just call everyone dude. I'm like, hey, what's yeah. up, dude? <laughs> hey, I, do the the same... <laughs> I do the same thing. I'm like, hey, dude, yeah. thank you for the follow. Like, I don't even yeah, bother to try yeah. no more. Just I'm look like, at the name what? and just like words forgive you. It's like, mm -mm -mm. what's up, bro? Just... How you doing, like... sister? <laughs> just... like, there's it. someone that... that... Uh, followed my channel the other day and i swear his name had like 13 numbers in it and i'm like I, like what <laughs> I'm, uh, hey buddy <laughs> i'm not gonna read all of those numbers <laughs> thank you for the follow blah 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 but the other thing that gets me is i'm currently playing through the witcher 3 at the moment mm -hmm. and a lot of learning the lore is by reading the books that you steal from people's houses. <laughs> but every book is written in ye old English. And my <laughs> fucking lord. Like, how the hell did we get by talking was, in that language? I, I was watching one of your streams. I think it was probably the first Witcher stream that you did the other day. And you were trying to read something. Like, and talk. you just looked at a word. It's like, I'm not even going to try reading that. I can't remember what it was, but I, I face palmed. It's like, it's, it's this. <laughs> Oh, well, then you fucking stream the game then. It's just got an Smiley E on pets. the end of it. <laughs> he was like, what does this word say? The. <laughs> if, if it's not the English of now, I'm not going to try. Because I'll, I'll flub. I'm a word flubber. 
Yeah. Sometimes I, I talk too fast, I flub my words, and I end up just making noises that make no sense. <laughs> so it's just, it's just not going to happen. Oh my God. Not going to happen. That should and that's be... how we all became streamers. That is, <laughs> that's how you become a streamer. <laughs> Stream- Are you bad with pronouncing names? You got this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only qualification you need to be a streamer. Just pronounce everyone's name wrong. That's it. Oh, oh my, my word. Yeah. That so that's to me. me. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, right. Let's move on to the... It's, it's not really the theme of the episode. Now, Chuck, I'm not sure if you've been informed of this because you were a pretty late guest, but... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go to you last so you got some time to think about it. And you're probably the perfect guess for this. Uh-oh. But um, we're going to be talking about our top five nostalgia games that bring us back to our childhood. Gotcha. So um, let's start with Senpai. We're streaming on your channel. Let's talk about what games bring you back to your childhood. So we we spoke about this on the uh, podcast before last. Um, mm-hmm. It the, the the first one on the list is Metroid to the Return of Samus. Yeah, it was for Game Boy, and it was the first game I ever completed. And that's going to bring back some good memories, man. It mm-hmm. brings back some good memories. I'm, I we, we we spoke about this last week. I haven't really played any of the other Metroid games that have come out since then. Um, but there is one. Uh, is it rumored or confirmed that's going to be coming out for the Switch? And Metro just 4. just thinking about, yeah, just thinking about two again is like, well, okay, I need to play this. It's 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 not that it's been long enough. It's I've left it too long. I want to jump back into it, and and I'm going to do that with the next game that comes out. If you that's still have a Wii or a Wii U, I do highly recommend Metroid Three. It is a really, a really good game. I mean, even if you've got a Wii U, it will still play it. But I do recommend giving it a go. It is one of the, the mm. better Wii games, in my opinion. Okay. Any others? Uh, there was a joint second. So, okay. for the N64 and for the PS1, re- respectively, was WWF Attitude. Oh the N64 <laughs> and WWF Smackdown for the PS1. Smackdown. Those those two games. Yeah. Oh, Smackdown was I mean, that's, a that's very, about, very it was good about one. the time that I started to get started to get back into wrestling like just at the tail yeah, end of the Attitude yeah, yeah. era. Mm. Oh, it was so much fun. I, I love me uh I love me a wrestling game, man. Yeah. I can't help it. Yeah. Not the modern ones, the modern ones are terrible, but the old, oh, yeah. old school ones, they were good. I think the last wrestling one I played was that the All Star Wrestling one. I think that was the very last one I played. Mm. Mm. I mean, for me, my love of uh, my love of wrestling games started with um, uh, N sixty four, No Mercy, and WrestleMania. Yeah, wow, my god, those games were just absolutely phenomenal. Which I'm proud to say I still have in the box with the original instruction booklet and i don't have a a large collection of classic games but i i'm I'm proud to say i still have those with the n64 i i just adore those wrestling games there was one that i didn't play which was for the original xbox which was wrestlemania something or other wrestlemania 2000 it may have been wrestlemania 2000 i think you're right yeah 
Never actually got to, got around to playing it, but I, I watched a couple of my friends play it, and yeah, it didn't look mm. it. It it didn't quite look like the N sixty four or the PS one games that I was used to playing, but it it was it was starting to get there for for the, mm. the growing modern sort of consoles. I get that. I get that. So what's next? Uh, Golden I sixty four. Oh, okay. nice, good classic. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm, I don't have to really explain why, do I? No, no. It was. No. I mean, one of the greatest multiplayer games of that generation. I mean, mm-hmm. you may have to for me, yep. considering as mentioned earlier, I, I never owned an N64, so I never actually played it. But mm. <laughs> best explanation: mm-hmm. buy that Pikachu Nintendo 64 and buy that game. Yep, yeah. <laughs> it's that good. Yep. Trust me. Yep. Do you know what you should do, Takes? Take all the money you would have spent on the PS5, buy those two, <laughs> <laughs> and you're set and put the rest for the next of your money gen. Away. Yeah, you're and, set and for the next change. gen. And you'll have change, exactly. Look at that. And then the last one was uh, GTA Vice City. Oh, good choice, dude. Nice. Vice City. Good choice. Nice. I like Vice City. I like one, Vice City one, more for the soundtrack. One for the music. Yeah, mm, one for the music. Yeah. But then two because it was the. Not the first open, I nearly said open source, the, the first open world sort of running around <laughs> game. Yeah. Um, cause the first one I played for that was, it would be either Driver or there was a really obscure GTA-esque game called, uh, what was it called? I just had it. Getaway. It was kind of like an unofficial GTA London you're oh, a, a, a London, I know that one, London yeah. gangster. Yeah, wasn't really, that released really, on the PSP? That was uh, no, I, I had that on PS2. There was one I I swear that was no, it was GTA Chinatown, and it was like the original <clears> GTA <throat> games where it was top down. That yeah. was on the 3DS, right? No, on the DS. Uh, I think it was on PSP, and uh, it was on. I think it was on PSP and DS. It may have been on the DS as well. So I'm not too sure on that one. But I ne- I never actually played it. I just remember it is all. Because I remember it being top down yeah. like the original GTA games. No but we'll move over to uh, to Tex. If you want to start off your list. If you if you even made one. Uh, I, I kind of did. Kind of didn't. It's like I'm running this off memory. <laughs> but like because you mentioned earlier on today. Even if it has had a remake. Um, even any game that, that still brings in the nostalgia value, for me, the, the, the top, top, top of the list would still have to be Pokemon Red and Blue. Mm. Of course. And Yellow. Course. And obviously they got the remake of Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, uh, just last year or the year before. And, mm-hmm. like, even with those games, including Fire Red and Leaf Green, I absolutely cannot get enough of the Kanto region. I just honestly wish they would do another Heart Gold and Soul Silver for the Switch now, and just let it me. Ex- I know it's not going to happen, but just let me explore both Kanto and Johto in one go. And in all honesty, yeah. let me explore all the regions in one go. Would be the top level game for me, and make it an MMO for the PC. Why not? That would be mm. the the absolute goal for me and my absolute love. But like, yeah, Pokemon Red and Blue, absolute nostalgia every time I play it. It, it's one of my favourite games of all time, and like I, I love the fact that we got Let's Go Pikachu slash Eevee. Um, it was nice to bring that game 
to a new generation because people that are getting into Pokemon now are like, you know, holy shit, there's like 850 to 900 Pokemon, but they don't realise that back then it, it was only 150 or, yeah, 151. But mm. the game itself just re revolutionised that genre yeah. of game. Like, it became its own genre. It, it spawned loads of different other franchises. You know, probably the most famous one that spawned from it being Digimon. But um, I'm, I'm sure there's loads of others as well. Um, but yeah, Pokemon Red, Red and Blue, just phenomenal. Yeah. So that, that'd be the absolute top of my list. Um, secondary, and I, I mentioned my love of this series earlier on, and it did get a remake just recently, but the original PS2 version of Ratchet and Clank. Mm -hmm. Absolutely love and adore the series altogether. It was the first one that gave me full, not necessarily open world, but full 3D level uh, exploration, platforming, plus included with the whole weapon selection and weapon upgrades and everything else. It just blew my mind as a kid on the PS2 that it was so good. And still yeah. to this day is annoying me that I never got to play 2 or 3 properly and only ever got back into it when Gladiator released. And it was less of level exploration and more kind of um, closed level uh, shoot em slash beat em up kind of play style. But still, I absolutely mm -hmm. loved it to the point I've still got it upstairs. No case, no instruction booklet, but I've still got the disc upstairs. And it just barely plays on the PS2 that we've got because it's scratched to hell. Nice. But nice. I still love it a bit. <laughs> so I, I cannot fault that series at all. And then third on my list, again, returning to Pokemon would probably have to be Pokemon... Um, not the N64 Pokemon Coliseum, but the GameCube Pokemon Coliseum and Pokemon XD. Yeah where you got the full-on 3D story and everything else, I would be yeah. so, so happy if they brought that out and remastered that for the Switch. Yeah. I adored that series. I adored the level design, the shadow Pokemon, the fact that you couldn't actually capture any wild Pokemon because they'd all gone, and the only ones that you could capture were shadow Pokemon. There was no Pokedex or anything. It was kind of a full-on dystopian, futuristic Pokemon series mm -hmm. that really captured my imagination as a kid and i would absolutely love for them to either remaster that both for the switch or do a third in the series i would absolutely love for that to happen hmm. hey you never know they've brought out some random games like when they suddenly announced the uh remaster of mystery dungeon yeah, <laughs> I don't know, I see. you know i don't think anyone was expecting that hmm. But it came out and it sold really well. Agreed. And I, for one, who never played the original, loved it to death. Now, I... Absolutely loved it. I played the original Mystery Dungeon. Um, and I think the only reason why I haven't got the remake of it yet is purely for the art style. It's a lot more hand-drawn, which I absolutely love. But at the same time, it doesn't feel like it's a, a proper throwback to the original. Because the original, obviously, running on the... The Game Boy Advance for uh, Red Rescue Team and the DS for Blue Rescue Team. Um, it doesn't feel like it's been done justice, if that makes sense in my own opinion. Right. Because they should have stuck with the actual in-game graphics for all the backgrounds and everything else rather than the hand-drawn graphics. 
And I think for that, to me, it has actually been more of a put-off than wanting me to go back to it. So I think that's the only reason I haven't actually gone back. But that that's me personally, anyway. Hmm. Fair enough, fair okay. enough. Okay. What was, that, any more? what was that, four? What was that, three? three. You just I think that was three. Yeah, okay. I, it doesn't I, have to be five, it's just whatever, yeah. whatever you know, tickles your fancy. Yeah. Um, I think the. Only... I mean, we were we were talking about this earlier in the week, and Diz has come up with a list of twenty-two, so you're fine <laughs> with just three. I'm sure 20... he can fit. Okay, <laughs> the list grew. Yeah. <laughs> so to what the I, entire I, I... the entire game list of your of your childhood. Um, <laughs> the thing is, is that I went through the wiki pages. Go on, Chuck. You can you can take a quick break if you want. There you go. He's he's, right. he's gone off quickly. No um, worries. Um, uh, yeah, I was going through like the wiki pages, and I started off with my my major console when I grew up, which was the Mega Drive. And I was like, "Yep, loved it. Yep, loved it. Yep, loved it." <laughs> I saved all of these pages into a folder. And then I went through the NES, and then the Super NES, and then the Game Boy. And I looked at my list, and I was like, uh, "I'm meant to get a list of five, <laughs> and I currently have 67 games <laughs> wow. in the folder." Like shit, but it it took a while for me to cut it down, and I still don't think my list is right for me. But it, you know, it's my list, and mm. I'm I'm happy with it. But um, let's finish text, and then we'll move over to Lance. I, I think my last game, and this is just rolling off of memory now. Despite the last game of the series being absolute garbage, my third. Third game would probably have to be Harry Potter and the Fossil of Philosopher's Stone on the PlayStation One. Now, really? I, okay. Yeah, okay. I know Ooh. it was. I know it was a movie tie-in, and I know that normally those kind of movie tie-ins are absolutely garbage. However, considering that that was the very first movie tie-in game that I ever played, it was on the PlayStation One, so the graphics were horrendous. But me being at such a young age, I think it probably released the same year as the actual movie, which I think was 1999. I was seven at the time. Seven or eight, depending on when it released. Child! Shut up, you. Wait, but no, the film wasn't out that early. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was out when it was late in the 2000s. Was it 2000s? Hang on. Yeah, because it may have been in tied with the book, but not with the film. I thought it was just pre-millennium. I, I think it was pre-millennium. Uh, and I'm literally going to check now. Um, it might have been 99. Yeah. No. Just uh, on the cusp. 2001. Okay, yeah, um, my years are slightly off. Okay, so I'd have been... Really? Yeah, I'd have been nine when that released, but I still remember it releasing on the PlayStation 1. And again, it was the first ever the first ever movie that um, movie tie-in game that I ever played, and I absolutely loved it. The graphics, again, were shit. It was PlayStation 1. They would have been. But I would absolutely love for them to completely redo Harry Potter 1, 2, and 3 for the PlayStation 5, or even the PlayStation 4, just so I could completely replay the story in those, and the levels. Absolutely amazed me. Same as Harry Potter Quidditch. Quidditch World Cup. Amazing game for oh, what it God. was. And, uh, yeah. As much as it was only Quidditch, I still really enjoyed it, and I completed that thing on PC a good four or five times, because I loved it so mm. much. Yeah. So I, I would love for them to redo that. Now, this is going to be my last one. <laughs> I'm not going to mention that. Um, the last one. Sorry, that's my one. That's yeah. my, my one sign for the stream. Um, the last one, and it has literally just come to thought now, and I don't know if any of you are even going to know this. However, Ty the Tasmanian Devil, I think it was, on the PlayStation 2, 
I don't know if any of you guys would have even heard of it. I know of no, Tide of Tasmanian no. Devil, yeah. But I absolutely loved that game. Completed it three times on the PlayStation 2 and would love for that to continue as a series somewhere, somehow. was brilliant, in my opinion, as a kid. <laughs> it was very much Ratchet and Clank style slash Sly, Sly Cooper style, where it was full-on 3D levels and everything else, but I absolutely adored it a bit as a kid. Mm. That's so. fair enough. Hey, you never know, man. Some real random games get get rebooted and remastered. Oh, mm. sorry, it, it, happened. it wasn't Tyler the Tasmanian Devil. It was Tyler the Tasmanian Tiger. My bad. I'm just googling. No, it still doesn't help me. Yeah, I was say the Tasmanian Devil was. I know there was a game yeah, based. That was on. Taz. That was Taz. Yeah. Oh, apparently he did get a HD remake for the Switch. Oh, he's he's bought now. Yeah. Oh boy, you know I'm buying that. Okay, I'm buying that. Is that a PS5 <laughs> exclusive? Still doesn't help. PS5 exclusive as well. Uh, I'm gonna put that in. I'm gonna put that in the Doug Butter chat just for you, Diz, just so you can see it. <laughs> just add it onto your PS5 playlist. <laughs> you, 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 you're gonna buy everything else. You're already extensive <laughs> list. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna have a list as big as Chucker's library. <laughs> mm. Poor guy. Yeah, not wrong. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone can rival Chuck's game collection. Nah, man. I mean, I'm pretty sure at one point he's going to have the GameStop guy working in his back room. (laughs) (laughs) You don't don't know how many times I crack jokes with uh, the people at GameStop, and I'm like, I think I have most of your inventory. (laughs) (laughs) You've got enough there to open up your own Blockbuster. You really do. For real. Yeah. Oh, Blockbuster. Mm. I miss Blockbuster. Memory. Somebody type an F in the chat for Blockbuster. <laughs> Poor blockbuster. Right, Lance. I mean that—that that was my paradise. Yeah, go on, lads. Your list. Uh, okay, my list is uh, one is Duck Hunt because that was essentially Ooh. one of the of first course. games I actually played. Uh, it was like one of the first consoles. I actually, was, was my NES. Um, at the time, like my babysitter at the time, her kids had the NES and the first one I played was Duck Hunt. Had no idea how to play mm-hmm. the game because I was like, what do you do with this thing? So obviously gave me the gun, started shooting. I was like, I, I'm not sure if I'm hitting it or not because I don't know if there's any markers or anything. Had no idea. Got eventually good at the game. Enjoyed it. Brings back memories of me actually learning to shoot a gun at a duck and then seeing that stupid dog when I missed. And I was like, stupid <laughs> dog. And then tried to shoot the dog to which I realized you can't do that. I was like, that's so not fair. Everybody's trying to shoot that for a dog. I know, right? <laughs> Um, that was your original Fortnite, wasn't it? It was my original Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why you're so good. Yeah, at I it. always found, I always found that those, those damn light guns for the NES didn't quite aim up with where you were pointing. They, it. they didn't. That's the thing. They were always off by like, a, a, like it was a weird number. Like they were off by like ten degrees on the right, and for some reason seventeen on the left. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? What? They're not even technically right. It's like the the angle is just so off. Um, but yeah, it's like, that was probably, that was memory soon because it was like the very first time I actually got introduced into video gaming. Um, and mm. then I got on there for my birthday, I think like a, that same year that we first played on it. And then it was Super Mario 3. That was my favorite game from then because I used to play that like from worlds one to eight nonstop every day. Loved it to death. Yep. Um, probably one of my favorite games from that time. And the, the fa- did you say Super Mario 3? Yeah. That was the first one that had the Tanuki power, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Wasn't that him on the front cover? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, okay. Yeah. okay. And the one where you can get the whistle and you can teleport to different worlds yeah. via pipes yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. forth. So that for me was sort of like that was 
like my real step into gaming so that's kind of like why i enjoyed those so much and then there were certain times where you would you would play and you if you if you had enough speed especially with the the toniki suit and you could technically just fly up to the ceiling and just go across the, the level and you're there yep. and that was it and then speed run exactly <laughs> speed run yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's an awesome one. Mm. I, I actually remember uh, being in my grandmother's flat on my 10th birthday and she gave me Super Mario 3. And as much as I loved it, I didn't have a NES. <laughs> so, so I couldn't play it. <laughs> or maybe she was trying to hint that if you've got the game, at some point they'll let you get the console. <laughs> yeah, I, I think my nan did something similar to me. I can't remember what game it was, but she got me a Commodore 64 game. I was like... I haven't got one. <laughs> <laughs> they all playing the same thing, right? Just plug it in. But it's, it's alright. We got one six months is. later. Yeah, it's the thought. Yeah, exactly. It was nice that they even got you one. Like back then, like getting games were was kind of like unheard of, as it isn't like it is now. Yeah. Where it's like they got you a game, you're like, Nan, this doesn't play on anything I have. And she's like, it's fine. Just plug <laughs> it in somewhere. You're like, plug it into what? You know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like yeah. Jamming jamming a yeah. NES cartridge into your VHS. Oh man! The, the NES. See, there, there were so many great NES games, but the thing for me, the thing that I took away from that, which which links it, is that when you got that NES cartridge and you were like, plug it in, doesn't work, and you were like, take it out, yeah, blow the whole thing out. You're like, plug it back in, slowly turn it power, and it was like, it didn't work. Try again. Then, then you come at it with a Q-tip. Yeah, exactly. You went with a Q-tip. I remember that one. Oh. <laughs> Blowing the cartridge can still apply to even Switch games nowadays. That if it don't work, mm. just yeah. give it a blow, blow and put it back <laughs> exactly. in, and you are good to go. Yeah. Uh, seriously, I'm blowing everything now, and that's not a, a nudge nudge. Yeah, I'm sure right? you don't seriously, blow everything. If, 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 oh, okay, if okay. something doesn't work, you either one, you hit it, or two, you blow on it. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, you just stop using it. You're like, <laughs> right, I'll just move on to something you else. Something else. Now, in all honesty, how many of you guys used to do that whole like put it in and out, in and out, in and out to try to get it to me. work? And then that was me. With with my Game Boy, you know, you had to flip the switch when you put the cartridge in. Mm -hmm. Mine was ever so slightly loose, so I'd have to kind of like just go like that until it actually connected. Oh. <laughs> and and if I was on a car journey and we went over a hump or something like that, the cartridge would just come <laughs> loose and that's it. <laughs> Game save lost. I was, I like, I'm was playing. Yeah. See, I, <laughs> I still to this day stand by my dad's modification of my old Game Boy Pocket. I had the <laughs> I had the original yellow Game Boy Pocket to play my Pokemon uh blue, red, yellow, gold, silver, fucking Super Mario World, whatever else that I had for it. But he modified it because he was so sick of buying batteries. He linked it up to a power plug so that I could only play it when it was connected to a power socket. <laughs> there was no battery. Wow. Like He literally linked it in a 12-volt power plug. He linked it into the battery pack so that I could only play it when it was connected up to the wall socket <laughs> because he was sick nice. of buying batteries. And nice. I've still got it to this day <clears throat> modified like that upstairs at the moment <laughs> in the attic. I mean, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Be happy it was a Game Boy and not a Sega Game Gear. Them things oh. took six batteries. Oh my god! I'm fucking hell. This. No, thank you. The Game Gear. I think that's that was like my first. Not I didn't personally own it, but a friend, someone I knew had it. Had it, and I that was my first real experience with a handheld console. And I just remember that thing being bulky and heavy as anything. Man, I had biceps as big as Schwarzenegger by the end of that. <laughs> it was like, and I remember playing. I remember playing. What was, I think it was Shinobi on there. It was one of the games on it. And Shinobi, man. 
yeah and it was like the it was played i was like okay this is kind of getting interesting i'm kind of getting into the hang of it and it was more i only got to play it when i went around to his house and i got whatever games he had i was going to play but i still remember the batteries he would go through like duracell double yeah. a's it was like just like just take them all out and he's like here's a fresh new mm-hmm. pack from sainsbury's or whatever supermarket they got it from just slap them in and it was good uh and it was it'd run and then like by the end of the week it was dead again that's, yep. That was just insane how much power that thing took. It was, yep. It's nuts. Um, it was like reloading yeah. your guns in Call of Duty. You're just like yeah. loading up loading up shotgun shells in your little... Why is a sleight of hand working? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Trust me. Oh. I uh, I recently got one uh, gifted to me for my collection. and Nice. Uh, it had some battery acid on it. It was Ooh. a little used and abused, yeah. but uh, I took it to my local retro store. They fixed it up for me. But, oh, that's man, good. As soon as I plugged in batteries... <laughs> The owner of the store goes, well, here you go. Good luck. And I'm like, thanks, man. <laughs> like, you know. Oh, but, my God. Uh, like, I haven't played with it since because I ain't buying them in, that many batteries. <laughs> Invest in rechargeables. Even man. they won't last that long. But, yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. I, 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 I said this last week. Like, the, mm. the Game Boy was the invention of rechargeable uh, double A's yeah. and triple yeah. A's. Yeah. 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 They were but the if reason. you want to talk about chunky handhold consoles, then I think... Even weightier than the Game Gear was the Lynx. Oh, oh my god! god. Lynx, I never had that. Like the Lynx, where no, the body, I never had it, but I remember the, playing the, on it. The central was the same as the Game Gear, and the same thickness as well. It was kind of like the Switch in the dock, and you're just <laughs> yeah. holding the whole <laughs> oh, thing. Yeah. Basically. Oh my, uh, yeah. But but when you're past the screen. The handles went all the way out, like, like yeah. it was. It was just massive, and you're holding this thing in your hand, like I can't believe you can take this everywhere, but you, you really couldn't because it filled <laughs> up any bag you put it in. That, that's not a pocket. Huge. That's not a pocket edition. No. I promise. Could you imagine no trying to fit that into your pocket back then? It would be like you just get like one of the like the corners in, and then the thing would just have its own safety net with straps attached to you. But that was the perfect thing about these, like with the Lynx, the Game Gear, the, the Game Boy. Like The thing that I was after more than the games itself and the console was, was the carry bag. Oh, yeah. I still, yeah. Like, I still the remember the Game Boy that, one. Yeah, like every one of these handheld consoles had their own personalized carry bag. And to, to this day, I would love to collect those, like just the bags themselves, because they were awesome yeah. to look at. Mm-hmm. I got a yeah. couple of them, and... Uh, I got one for the Game Boy Advance, one for my SP, the Game Gear. All of them have a bag, and nice. they're all like the Game Gear one is like a satchel, it's like a whole side bag. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Chuck, it's yeah. like a whole messenger. Yeah, exactly. Bag. Yeah, I'm like, well, you know, th- this will work. I can, I can totally hide this. Yeah. But, uh, someone asked Chuck, oh, do you want me to sign for that? What are you talking about? You're carrying something. Yeah, bro. Right? You want like, to you know what? <laughs> no. Uh, my my favorite one would be uh, my SP though. Um, the Game Boy SP I have the case yes. is about like this big, and it's got the little belt uh, hook to it. So, you know, it's kind of like your little small bag you can carry. It's not too big, but that thing lasted forever, man. You you put that thing on the charger, and yep. that that SP would last you hours, mm. hours, and hours. I swear so, to God. Somewhere still at my parents' house, I've still got the tribal edition of the Game Boy Advance SP somewhere, probably with my copy of Pokemon Sapphire in there. I just don't really? know where it is. Yeah. Nice. It's got to be at my parents' Man. house somewhere, because I never gave that to anyone. I never sold it anywhere. I swear I've still got it somewhere. I just don't know where. 
But it was the one with the, the that's, whole that's... tribal design on the front, on the main mm-hmm. console itself, on the back, and everything. And I loved that thing to pieces. Mm. I got a Mario Edition uh, SP, and then I got a Pokemon custom-made uh, original Game Boy Advance with atomic purple buttons, uh, backlit screens. <laughs> wow. We did it. Hell? We did it big, man. Damn. Yeah, we did a fully modded uh, original, the wide one, mm. uh, with a full 101 screen and all that. But Game Boy, Game Boy, and Game Boy Advance collecting is fun for me, man. I enjoy it. I mean, I don't try to go for like a box set. That's a nightmare itself. Mm. It's cardboard. Mm. It's it's terrible, man. Then you yeah. gotta buy protective sleeves and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. For for Game Boy games, I I will only buy the actual cartridges now. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I do lose carts. It's easier to collect for. It's it's easier to find as yeah. well. Yeah, and you know? you're not paying an extra sixty dollars for a box, bro. I'm still so happy with the fact that when I managed to go to Japan on the three times that I did, I managed to find Pokemon Red, Blue, and Green all boxed and admittedly resealed, but still mm-hmm. boxed with the cartridges still in there. I've I've also got Pokemon uh, Yellow in Japanese as well. No box. But I've at least got the cartridge. And I'm happy to just have that yeah. entire generation in Japanese. Yeah. That only cost me I probably ninety my... pounds in total. Whereas you could sell them yeah. now online for probably three hundred plus pound. And right now Pokemon is stupid expensive. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. At least yeah. over here, uh Pokemon Emerald for GBA is going for I think a little over a hundred dollars right now. Wow. Okay, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm going to have a it's very, very quick really, look at that. Really, <laughs> yeah, it's really <laughs> expensive. My it's only really boxed Pokemon game is this one right here. Hot Gold? Ooh. Ooh. This is my only boxed Pokemon game, and it's the big box edition. Yeah. But, Hang on. Nice. Bro, if I tell you, I picked this oh. up for 25 bucks. At a GameStop? Did, well, did you, really? He's got to get offered, his credit card. Did you, did you Man, offer... You I was about to say, did you offer this kid V-Bucks as well? <laughs> no, no, no. This was somebody who traded it in. They said they didn't want this. And I was kind of pissed off because if I would have showed up, the lady told me, she was like, if you would have showed up about an hour and a half earlier, the guy traded in uh, Soul Silver as well, complete in box. Wow. And I was like, I missed it by like an hour, dude. I was so pissed. Oof. I was like, man, I would have been able to get both. Yeah, that's a um, shame, dude. Because to find them complete in box like that, it's it's really tough or yeah. really, really expensive. It's a couple hundred mm-hmm. bucks. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I think Heart Heart Gold is is close to like almost two hundred dollars right now, complete in box. So wow. Oh, to find Soul Silver, it's close to that. Oh, here we yeah. go. He has returned. <laughs> so uh oh, I've Uh-oh. got Black Two English Ooh. for the DS. Again, just like yourself, I've got Soul Silver Big Box Edition. However, he was just talking about. He was, yeah, just that. talking about. It. <laughs> however, however, I unfortunately do not have the Poker Walker with me anymore. I lost that for some reason. I don't know where it's gone. Uh, I still think it's in my parents cent. somewhere, but I've got at least got the box with the game still in there at least. That's worth it. Send it to one of us. Poker Walkers are cheap. That's the most important part is getting the game. Yeah, the, the Poker Walkers are cheap. You can get yeah. one for for a good price. And then I've got both Black Two and White Two in Japanese as well for the DS. Nice. Because um. That, that very same year, I think I was actually with Lance when they released, and I bought a mm-hmm. Japanese 3DS with this game <laughs> releasing, um, and I, I bought both this, copies, yeah. purely for the fact that I know I'm going to fucking keep them. Mm-hmm. So I um, remember when you bought it as well. Like, so what it was, the, the year that Tex and I first met is when we were in Japan, um, mm-hmm. and we, was, we were walking through, well, we were walking towards the Pokemon Center, and I think... 
I don't know if a, if a game had just gotten released then, as I can't, can't remember. I think they'd but just remember, gotten released over the last yeah, few we, weeks. We had gone into the Pokemon store, and we were just walking around, and I just saw text beeline straight for the counter. I was like, what are we getting? <laughs> he was like, let me just buy this Midnight Blue Nintendo DS. I was like, <laughs> looks pretty sick. Oh. The color was great. And I was like, hey, you can play the games. You can't read kanji and stuff. He was like, oh, I'll figure it out. Then he bought <laughs> both Pokemon games. <laughs> and then I think he bought something else. And I was like, how much did that set you back? He was like, doesn't matter. And then I think when we came back from Japan, like I was, he, he, he went back ahead of, ahead of me. Um, I think I remember hearing something that something had happened to one of the Pokemon games he was trying to play. Like he just couldn't figure out what happened. And I think because yeah. Phenom, Phenom told me something that happened with the game. And he got he got mad at the game, and I was like, <laughs> "What? Well, that's what happens when you buy it in Japanese. And you have no idea what happens." And Phenom told me that like you had to restart from fresh again or something. I was like, "Well, that was that." And this is obviously when I first knew text. Like this is like what nearly a decade ago? No, eight years ago. It was just Something one of the most fun. Yeah, it was eight years ago. September. it was eight years ago. September. Yeah, it was just one of the most funniest things I'd seen. Text like having met text go go absolutely nuts buying all the stuff i went but you can only play the japanese one but yeah when you get back to england you're gonna rebuy all this again he was like yes well like, to be okay. fair i didn't rebuy it at all i rebought black too <laughs> wait hang on phenol tom you said you rebought both no 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 i only bought one okay 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 either way it was still that was like that was the first time i'd met tex and, you know, what an impression yes. he made in Japan, aside from red shorts. But that's another thing entirely. <laughs> but... <laughs> Do not fucking start with those shorts, man. I've still fucking got them. I will they, wear them on stream. Do it. <laughs> Do it. But right, Tech, is there any uh, nostalgia games that you can think of that bring you back to your childhood? We just did Tex. Yeah. We did Tex. Sorry, not Tex, Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, For let's me. go to Chuck. Oh man, uh, I live playing retro games, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to pick five. Just, 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 just pick something that's special to you. Oh, well, I got five that were good. <clears throat> nice. Okay. I, 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 I did I give him prepared. pre-warning. I did give him pre-warning. Okay, okay. I was pre-warned for this one. Um, to be honest with you, man, for me, the first, uh, what got me into gaming, as weird as it sounds, I'm not as old as you guys think I am. Uh, Burger Time on the arcade, man. That was like it for me that that's where i started uh enjoying video games i did that at a um at my grandfather's old bakery they nice. had a, an arcade spot there and that's that's mm. all i played for a while um but that got me into gaming i started to enjoy like the arcades and, and things like that and then for me for like a nostalgia hit on something i can play like all the time just constantly just replay it is Super Metroid, man. Super Metroid is that's my thing. I've uh, I've beat that game so many times, and it's just it's fun every time I play it. It's never yeah. really like you get bored of playing it or nothing like that. Um, also Final Fight for me. Oh, Final Fight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah, of yeah. my go-to beat 'em ups, bro. I can play that as many times as possible and not get bored of it. Nice. Um, See, this is this is where I'm going to argue with something on my list. Now, Final Fight was great, mm. but for me, the better was Streets of Rage 2. Yes. I was a Super Nintendo kid, though, growing yeah. up, man. And I was a Mega Drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Genesis. I had, Genesis, yeah. But, yeah. I had a Genesis, um, but 
I don't know. I guess it's because I played Super Nintendo more with yeah, my yeah, friends yeah. and everybody else had one. That's what I got stuck to. But Streets of Rage is amazing. It is. <sighs> it is. That's that's a great that's a great beat 'em up as well. Um, so so good. Super Mario World, bro. That that is yeah. That's like that's every person in our age group, like their childhood at this yep. point. Yeah, 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 yeah. You played a Super Nintendo, you had Super Mario World, and that was it, man. And and like you guys were saying earlier, with the Tanuki suit, is back then with the cape, you just fly and then pull back and all the way through the level, just fly all the way through the top. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and Absolutely. a last one for me, I don't know if you guys ever played this, uh, Turbo Graphics game that I actually still own the original with my Turbo Graphics is awesome. Blazing Lasers. That is a Ooh. amazing, it's an amazing game. If you guys never Personally, played it. Personally, it doesn't ring a bell to me, but I, I, I would definitely look it up. Mm. It's one of the best shoot 'em ups I've probably ever played. Got an amazing soundtrack, very 80s, very colorful, but it is an amazing, amazing shoot 'em up. You guys should definitely uh, take a look at that whenever you guys get a chance. Blazing lasers, Ooh, yeah. Blazing lasers. That just That's... that just reminds me of uh, the film Dodgeball. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is Blaze. This is Laser. <laughs> this is Blazer. <laughs> yeah, was... Just took me back to that. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's a it's a really good game. I still own the original for it. I'm missing a manual for it. I got the original case in the game, but mm. manuals for that thing are stupid price, so <laughs> that might not happen. Yeah, you want to complete those kind of old school collections? You're talking, yeah. you're talking breaking out text credit card. <laughs> card <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, because I don't know it's... if you know this, Chuck, but he has a very large limit on his credit. Card. I wouldn't exactly call a thousand pound a very large limit, to be fair. It's, it's a thousand pound more than I have physically. <laughs> well, to be fair, I, I do have a GameStop credit card. That doesn't help me any. No, I can imagine it doesn't. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Does not help me any. But uh, yeah, that's that's my that's my five man. Those those would take me back. That's, to that's a cool list of games, man. It is that's a cool list of I've, games. I actually realized I forgot to mention my last two, but go for it. My last two were Street Fighter Two. Uh, um, oh from the SNES or was yes. Street Fighter Street, Street Fighter 2 that one and then turbo? On, on yeah turbo turbo has that, to be I turbo just, I just yeah Probably I just remember playing it turbo. and it was like oh my I played the original that's the thing though and I remember facing up against Sagat who was the boss at the time and I was like this dude is unbeatable because he would he would literally do what he does now which is spam the tiger the tiger blast and then he would just do the uppercut I'm like I can't beat this and Ryu back then was mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure was it was quite literally sick <laughs> he mm. looks so skinny and frail. I'm like, this is not the Ryu that I remember playing. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. I, it's Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Like that was like my introduction into beat em ups, and where my love for beat em ups still exists. Uh, yeah, so I, I would always be. And then the last one for me is Dragon Ball Z Budokai Three on Ooh. the PS2. For me, that was that that was that. that was me through like my uni, like college into uni into like young adulthood type thing. That 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 was the game for me. I loved it to death. To this day, it's still one of my favorite mm -hmm. like beat em ups ever. Especially when you could yeah. do yeah. Goku's warp Kamehameha. Oh my god, the amount of times I clutched <laughs> tournaments with that with that move. It was just it was nuts. I like undoubtedly one of my best. I best swear to god, dude. Like the original Dragon Ball Z Budokai mm -hmm. is still to this day one of my all time favorite fighters. Purely mm -hmm. for the fact it didn't rely 
on directional positioning for the attacks. So like, yeah. here you get Street Fighter where it's like diagonal, fucking up down, diagonal up down, and then square mm -hmm. for one for fucking Hadouken or whatever. It was literally yeah. square, 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 circle for a fucking um, Kamehameha wave. Kamehameha, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Give me the simple button presses for combos like that any day over requiring direct directional positioning. Mm -hmm. That, to me, just is stupidity on the next level. Yeah. And <laughs> it is the reason to this day as to why Budokai is one of my all-time favorite fighters. And I still have it upstairs, and my kid loves it as well, because it is so yeah. simple to play with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I've still got the uh, the PS One Japanese copies. I have that of, game that uh, you're talking about. I yeah, have that Dragon one. Ball Z World Tour mm. and Dragon Ball Z Final Bout. Yep. And there was a third one which I've forgotten what the name yeah. is, but I remember getting these in some random shop in some seedy little street in central London. Just like, <laughs> hey, we're a retro game store. Why don't you come on in? And it's like, you look pretty seedy, <laughs> but you invited me in. So I'm going to come in. <laughs> and then I just remember picking up those PS1 uh, Japanese Dragon Ball Z games. And I was just like, this is a I've started my collection of Japanese games. And, and I, I literally went there the week after with my PS1. Because uh, he said he was going to chip it for me, so I could actually yeah. play the Japanese games, and he did it for free because he knew I was going to keep going back and buying games. Jokes on him! I never went back again. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like, I'm, <laughs> there was there was, a, there was a kid in there was a kid in kid in my in my form in in high school who would chip your PS One for you for a tenner. Damn, dude, a tenner. <laughs> Yeah, See, yeah. it must have been easy then, but I didn't know how. No, I, I still remember to this day being able to buy an additional expansion chip that essentially, like, with the original PlayStation, there was an extra slot at the very back. Um, in the that, back. Exactly, that you, on the back left that you could plug into that allowed you to play copied mm -hmm. games. And I still, yep. to this yeah. day, do not know the reason why Sony allowed that kind of expansion slot. I mean... I can understand it on the PlayStation 2. There was, an ex there, there was an extra expansion slot on the back of the PlayStation 2, and it was for the network expansion pack, which yeah, I do that was still the expansion have. Bay, yeah. mm. And the only reason I actually got that was purely for Russia and Clank Gladiator, which had online play to play against other people that had that game as well. That was the only mm. reason I ever bought it. Mm. But I don't know why they allowed it for the PlayStation 1. Why have that extra expansion slot? If it did fuck all... Other than allowing for chipping to play. Well, that's the thing, though. You've got to remember yeah. back then, it would have been something that they put into design, but it would have only been something they could have used in Japan. Like, it may have been something mm. that was specifically for the region. Like, like yeah. for us, when we, got, when we got the PS2, how many of us here can honestly say, apart from you, Tex, could say that the expansion bay in the back of the PS2, the big chunky one, you knew what it was for? I got it and I was yeah. like, there's, this, there's this just a big empty hole in the back of my PlayStation 2. It wasn't yeah. until, like... Years later, I discovered it was for networking. And to my knowledge... I thought it was it for uh, airflow. <laughs> I, mean, if, I mean, sure, I mean, if it worked, it worked, but... <laughs> Whatever it is, man. Whatever it is. I mean, that's the, yeah. the first form of air cooling, but sure. Exactly. <laughs> but that's Open the, the thing. door before you play, and yeah. then you close the door when yeah. you yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, I didn't know until later. Like, there was, I think at the time, I only knew of two games that you could play online with the PlayStation 2. One of them was Final Fantasy, I want to say 12. That was, uh, was it 12? There was one of the Final Fantasy games on PlayStation 
which only can play, be played online in Japan. So I was like, well, what's yeah. the point bringing it here if we can't play it online anyway? And then then I found out there was one that text played. And I was like, oh, so there was two that you could do it for. But it still mm. made it, it was essentially, you, you build a model like that with an expansion bay, which three quarters of the world can't play with and only one one quarter can use the um, abilities. So I was like, nah. Mm -hmm. And it, it's like that with a with a couple of consoles. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but if you get a Dreamcast, if you find a Model Zero or a Model One, it already plays burnt games right out the box. You don't even have to do anything to oh, it. Wow, okay. It's, I never knew that. I, I did not know yeah, that. It's a mistake that they did uh, with the first two models. And then if you notice, that's why they made a second and third model to get rid of those. <laughs> but that's why it died off so fast because of piracy. You literally just burn your disc and it'll... It'll play automatic. You don't have to do nothing to it. Damn. I never and, actually owned uh, a Dreamcast, and I never actually saw one available for sale. And the only game I ever actually recall from the Dreamcast series was Night Zero, I think it was. Or the Night Series. I, where, where I remember the, the Dreamcast the Jester coming out. as the main character. Yeah. That's the but only I thing I remember. I don't remember much of the games from it, though. You must have heard of Shenmue. I've heard of Shenmue, but I never heard of that until Shenmue 3 was announced. Ah, really? So, yeah. I'd never heard of any of the yeah, others. The Dreamcast, it, it was, it was a, another case of like how Neo Geo was. It was really like full of arcade ports, mm. and Capcom right. had a lot to do with that, which is good. It had a lot of really good arcade-style games, a lot of fighting games on there. Um... And it had internet back in the day in 1999 when it got released, but piracy killed it. And and to to touch on 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 the subject of of finding ports on your consoles, my GameCube is fully modded. It's chipped up and it's got a uh, it's got the Game Boy player in the bottom and then the bottom. So I don't know how many of you guys actually have a GameCube, but you know the bottom has like three little doors that you could open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, one of the little doors has a little mod slot you could, like a little chip slot you could slide something into. Mm -hmm. It's not used for anything, but my local retro store actually sells a SD adapter about this big that you plug in the bottom of that, and now you can play things off of an SD card. Wow. Okay. And I'm like, wow, wow. I didn't even know that was a thing. No, neither until did I. He called me, and was like, hey man, I got something for you, and. We slapped it on there, and now I have a 128 gig uh, hard drive slapped on the bottom of my GameCube. So wow. my whole library of GameCube is on an SD card now. So not it's crazy insane. for something that's been there for who knows what reason. Yeah, exactly. It's now getting used for something completely different. Mm -hmm. Which was not intended. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I can only imagine that slots like that with the PlayStation 1, the PS2, the GameCube... The N64, if it had one, I don't know if it did, but the um, the Dreamcast, all that kind of stuff. The only reason I can imagine slots like that were created for is literally for development work that they just never removed. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. The Nintendo 64 has the um, the adapter in the bottom as well, and that takes a floppy disk drive that goes in the bottom that was never sold here. It was only sold in Japan. And I think they only made a couple hundred, and that was it. They had, like, five games for it. Wow, okay. I've not heard of that one before. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. They have all kind of... Uh... But, I, I mean, who knows? Maybe in a couple of years they're going to say the same thing about the PS4. And they're like, oh, hey, you know that slot you never touched? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's always like yeah. that with these old... You know that port that looks like a USB slot? 
Yeah. It really was. Apparently, you just jam your dick in it. <laughs> That's what it's for. That's it. That's it. So it's, Diz has been gaming crazy. wrong completely for all these years. <laughs> it's why all my consoles break. You're not supposed just... to take your hard drive in there. <laughs> uh, I, I look at a console and I'm just like, where's my dick go? I just, I just... There's, 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 there's a distinct difference between that and physical media. <laughs> wow. I don't know what I'm going to do with the digital only PS5. Yeah. <laughs> Where does it go? Well, there is the How lightning, many of you lightning were pissed off about that? Was the, anybody here pissed off? The digital that? version? I wasn't. No. I, c- I understand why I they did it. Yeah, I can understand why. But at the same time, I I understand why they did it. Because if I wasn't... If I didn't have to worry about like space for games, unlike, unlike you, Chuck, I have literally no space in here to put anything of a collector's edition anymore. Um, <laughs> I mean, you own game, you've got GameStop to put stuff in. Don't worry. They'll, they'll, they'll reserve a shelf for you. <laughs> Chuck's shelf. we got our own we drawer. We, we have our own drawer at GameStop. That's that, a plus. That, that, wow. that, that will get that's... upgraded to a shelf and then a storeroom and then a building. And then a back room. And yeah. that's it. Um, so I... If it wasn't for the fact that I would would sometimes want to get a physical edition of a game because I'd be like, that looks nice. I wouldn't mind having a copy of that. I would primarily have gone for the digital version or the digital mm. PlayStation 5 because I would be like, it saves money. I don't need to worry about this, like physical copies of games because I literally yeah. would have no space to put anything. Yeah. Um, mm. And it makes it easier for if I want to just like download something, I just download it straight onto the machine. And if I need to mm. get rid of it to make space or something else, I can just delete straight off. You know, and it's not costing me space, so to speak, because I can always just get it back and whatnot. This is yeah. this is what I mentioned to you earlier, Chuck, about the whole physical copies with downloadable codes. Because mm. essentially, mm. you still own the physical copy, and then you have the download code to download it after, and come, like you can delete it and then re-download it again later on. Like with the digital edition, you have the option of doing that, but obviously with the physical edition, as soon as you trade it in, you you don't own it anymore. So this is why I mentioned to you earlier, right? like. How frequent are you to do that where you have the physical edition with a download copy? No, like, like I get it, but to me, like, I don't ever really resell anything. Mm. I, cause I only buy what I want. I, I don't really, exactly. I, I got out, of, I got, I got into that. I saw a lot of collectors that I hang out with, um, buddies of mine who are just like, oh, this is out. I, I want this. And they just go buy like all the random junk. And I'm just like, I kind of want to like, I want my collection to be handpicked. You yeah. know, like I don't really want just oh this new game came out today I'm gonna go buy that and so did this one mm. but um I don't plan on ever selling my collection but I've had it happen to me more than once where I've lost digital games due to like uh, if they lose their copyright or if for example um, their copyright is over mm-hmm. for those yeah. five or six years uh, for example one of the primary games is um, uh, Ducktales on ps3 and xbox yeah that game yeah, yeah, yeah. disappeared off the internet mm-hmm. forever yeah i still there was one recently PS3 wasn't there what was, what was the one that was recently it was the remastered that was out on xbox yeah it's gone and, and suddenly without a trace it just vanished from the store yeah, like, no it was like, it was the lego games off of steam yeah yeah because te- and they lost they lost their copyright no. and they had to get taken off of off of Steam. Yeah, because technically no one owns the rights to them. So as soon yeah. as somebody loses the right to them, they have to be taken off the store and then no one can buy them anymore. Which is why I absolutely abhor digital versions only. Because as soon as you lose the digital version yeah. online, 
you have no other way of buying it. You are not getting it back. Exactly. Mm. Like, I think the Wii online store closed down probably, what, a year, two years ago, something like that. You can no longer download any of those games because the store has completely closed. It's not just a matter of not being able to buy them anymore. You physically cannot yeah. download them anymore. So, or play them at all. Like You're stuck. Exactly. So you will not have only digital editions. If it did not get a physical edition, you will, and it was only digital, you're fucked. Whether you're under the license to that or not, you are absolutely fucked, which is why I do not like the digital-only editions anymore. And I'm going to add to that. One game I missed out on that I'll probably never be able to play is uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. And that's oh. a game that disappeared. And mm-hmm. I've got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot I've about that. I've no got it to... on Xbox 360. So when I, when I used to do YouTube, that game, I, I did a Let's Play in that and uploaded it to my YouTube, and it got blocked in Germany. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It was, this was the start of them starting to block videos in, oh, okay. in certain countries. They didn't give me an exact... exact it must have been something to do with the copyright, but Probably. yeah, that video never went out in Germany. Uh, as mentioned, like um, as soon as the Xbox 360 store goes down, which I imagine will likely be soon anyway, considering that you've got the mm, Xbox yep. Series X releasing soon, as yeah, soon as that yeah. store goes down, you are not going to be able to download that anymore. So unless you've already got it on your hard drive, you're fucked. Yeah. Which is why, again, I hate digital stores. Because as soon as they age mm-hmm. too far, the suppliers will no longer support them and you can no yeah. longer download them. Mm. And I mm-hmm. do not support this way of working. No, I agree. Because... So. They're not going to give you your money back. Exactly. They're not going to give you anything back for it. And then you're kind of you're kind of stuck. My buddy, uh, his PS4 actually has still the demo copy of PT. Oh, uh, no, you cannot nowhere. download that anymore. They, it doesn't even exist. They completely removed it. And, when that and, first got taken off, I swear PS4s were going on eBay for like five, six hundred dollars. Yeah, because you <laughs> could not like download it anymore. Four hundred dollars. Hmm. They're still expensive, but that's the thing. That That's why I personally, and it's nothing against anybody, you buy digital if you want, cool, great, awesome, but I own a PS Vita. I own two PS Vitas, and that store is basically about to die at the, at the end of its life cycle, and anything I own digital probably won't ever be able to be played again because yep. yeah, doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I have a PSP yeah. and a Vita, PS- and yeah, exactly the same. Yeah, I have yeah, them my, well. my PS4... I don't know, 10 years, 15 years from now when there's no PS4, you know, store or anything like that, I have a whole collection that I could just slap in there the, and yeah. play. Exactly yeah. why I That's do not like the digital versions anymore. Mm. Yeah, and and God forbid, man, I ever have to, bro, I can sell everything. There's no, there's no, hey, man, I'll sell you my PS4 and my account and, like, you know, my 20 games. It's, it's kind of like, hey, here's everything and sell it off in pieces and sell yeah. it off for whatever you want for it but this is why, that's why I'm this is why digital, digital editions don't sit right with me anymore because like buy their own TOS you cannot sell the account but as soon as that store yep. goes down you also cannot resell the games yeah, I mean, or trade them in or re-download them as soon as the store shuts down 
And you can guarantee, as you rightly mentioned, Chuck, within 10, 15 years, that PS4 store is going to shut down because it's going to—it's no longer going to be supported. There'll be a PS6 or an Xbox fucking Series W or something like that. 20. Exactly. And it's not <laughs> going to be supported. So just like with PT, which I'm looking at right on eBay at the moment, is a minimum of £500 for a PS4 with PT still installed because it's no longer available on any other store. You are fucked. Yeah. Which is exactly why that I much for for a demo exactly, mm. but that's exactly the reason I do not agree with digital only versions. Be- and because of to me, fucking... I really don't like it. Archiving is the main reason that all games, in my opinion, should be released physical. Now I know I'm working on a game at the moment. Hell, it is slow going. And agreed, Steam has fucking shit tons of digital-only games. Because it's PC. However, when the fuck is Steam going to shut down? Hell, never. Nobody knows. Yeah, and that's the thing. I trust Steam more than I do Nintendo, PlayStation, all these other ones. You're just kind of like, eh, that, that's a phase, man. That's going to shut down after that console dies out. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. However, the only problem that I have with Steam is as hardware evolves, so does their support of older games. Like, say for example, with Blizzard, up until the point of being able to really re-download um, uh, StarCraft originally, mm-hmm. or sorry, no, no, Command & Conquer Remake. Unless you had that on a physical copy, uh, Command & Con- Command & Conquer, you could not buy that anywhere other than a physical copy. Up until the remake. Mm-hmm. So if you've got the original copy, fucking hell, you're you are laughing right now. But you try and buy that anywhere else other than a physical copy, you've got no chance. Despite mm. it being relatively the same hardware, but albeit upgraded. It's still the same, and but you've got no chance. That's the problem. I I've had so many uh issues with, with digital only that uh, after it happened to me a couple of times, I just kind of stuck to <clears throat> where if, if I can get it physical, I'll buy a digital just to not open it. Mm. But if if worst case, they take down the store, I'll pop open my physical and I can keep playing whatever I was playing. And that's why I like retro consoles so much, because there's no way to take it from you. You can't. Mm. You mm. can't take it from somebody unless you're going to come and snatch the card out of my hand. You're not going to get it out of my system you know and this base and and even my ps3 uh for the majority of most of my systems i have at least 30 to 30 to 75 games give or take per system but even for like the ps3 i still go out and hunt ps3 games i still go out and hunt xbox 360 games uh even og xbox games um and i do it because of what we said, man. Once they start kicking those things off the list and they start losing copyrights, yeah. they start getting snagged off the store mm-hmm. really quickly. Mm-hmm. And and DuckTales was one that, uh, when it got kicked off the list, I managed to get... A buddy of mine got me a PS3 sealed copy. Wow. He managed to find me a sealed copy like wow. two days before it got blacklisted. Uh, he found it on the bottom shelf at a Walmart. Paid, I think it was like 6 or $7 for it. Wow. But okay. it was getting kicked out. So once it gets blacklisted off the digital market if it did have a physical release that gets pushed out as well mm. they yeah. send all that back mm-hmm. to to um 
to whoever they're sending it back to, whatever their corporate is, they send it back and then they get rid of it. Because technically they're not allowed to not... sell it anymore. <clears throat> exactly. So I'm just glad that, you know, I want people to like who are getting into gaming, man, like realize what you're doing. Like when you start spending a lot of money on digital, that's console related digital, you never really know where your money's going, man. It's kind of yeah. up in the air. Because <laughs> it's yours for a couple of years, you're borrowing it. Exactly, because technically you own the license for it, but as soon as that as soon as that store closes down, that's it, you're fucked. So say for example, it like as Diz and Lance will know, as soon as Blockbuster closed down you may have a blockbuster card with god knows how many points on there to be able to rent as much as you want but as soon as that store closes down Worthless. those those points mean fuck all yep <laughs> so absolutely man that's that's the uh that's the brilliance like said, of a digital man, a new future generation yeah that's that's the future of gaming man everybody's on this uh digital train and microtransactions oh my god this is exactly <laughs> why um <laughs> this is fuck microtransactions exactly. <laughs> but the, well, but meaning like meaning like how Fortnite is and all these battle passes, you're just spending so much money on digital content that it's never gonna amount to anything. My my buddy Beard, uh, I, I think uh, Diz, I think you know Beard. Yeah. Um, he's he was a huge Fortnite player. Put a couple thousand dollars in Fortnite skins and this and this and that for nothing. Like now he's like, oh man, I regret wasting my money. And I'm like, well, you know, you kind of. You know, it happens. It happens. It becomes a craze. Everybody goes for it, and then what can you do with that? Nothing. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't sell it. You can't get your money back. Mm-hmm. And not exactly. that my collection's an investment, but if I ever land on hard times, I'm not a. Uh, I'm not gonna live in a shelter with with my collection. I can promise you that. Mm-hmm. You, you have to have something to kind of like. Get, it's kind of more like a. It's a hobby with a little bit of an investment as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Something you can fall back on in hard times, just in case. Exactly. That, that's all it is. But right, uh, we should probably wrap up there because we're about to hit two hours. <laughs> really? Which is uh, <laughs> yeah. Diggity we're about to hit Holy two crap! Hours. We are okay. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, man, thank you for thank you so much for coming on and and, oh, and sharing the stories with us, man. Um, Indeed. Where, dude. where yeah. can we where can we find Definitely. you? One more time. Where can we find you? On, on, on Twitch uh, and socials and everything like that. Chuck Z Taylor's one, man. You can find me there all over the place. Wonderful. Uh, Diz, where can we find you? My house. Uh, you can find <laughs> whose house? Your house. <laughs> uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Invisible Diz or on Twitter and Instagram, which is just at Invisible Diz. Lance? Uh, you can find me at Twitch.tv forward slash Lancelot Archer. On Twitter, it's a different handle, but it's my it's my original Xbox handle, but it goes under the, the banner of at Shiro Archer. And so, yeah, that's where you can find me on there. And Tex. Uh, same Jesus as always, place. which is, ha-ha, yes, at my <laughs> place, why not? Uh, which is twitch.tv slash Technologic, and then same for Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, I think is Technologic Gaming, if I remember correctly, but still, you can catch me anywhere. Always happy to catch. I've been Senpai Man. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Senpai Man. Same for Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Guys, thank you very much for joining us this week. This has been absolutely amazing, and I'm dreading editing it. <laughs> Have a great weekend, and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you soon. See you later, guys. Bye.